All right, uh, Tim, what have you done with the last, what, four months? It has been a busy uh, last couple months for us, for sure. Um, <laughs> there are so many topics that we wanted to get to today. Um, the NFL is at the playoffs. The NBA season restarted again. Uh, we beat Trump, which was uh, fun. We won Jordan. Wait, what? Yeah. Wait, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. we beat Trump? That That's actually going to happen? That's great. That was all good. Um, but unfortunately, uh, we start the show today uh, talking about the events of yesterday where um, an armed terrorist group um, charged into the capital of the United States while Congress was holding a joint session to affirm the election, the clear election of uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Um, as of now, four people have died. As of two minutes ago, the chief of Capitol Police has resigned, um, which seems fair. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I guess my question to start this, Tony, who could have seen this coming except for everybody? Well, okay, so I assumed... Well, shit, I'm unprepared. I assumed you're going to be talking about the uh, Francisco Endor Carlos Carrasco trade today. Um, uh, wow, wow. Okay, maybe we'll do that in the big finish. Uh, well, anyways, so we're going to be talking about that. Before I answer that question, let's hear from JDef. So, all right. So, who could have seen this coming? Ah, uh, well. Hmm. Well. The Capitol Police sure as hell didn't. They... <laughs> Uh, yeah, they definitely didn't. Uh, I, I would like to think that a lot of us did see it coming. Uh, just the rhetoric around the Donald Trump presidency and really just the rhetoric around the GOP for the starting with birtherism. That was really the kind of, oh, we're getting we're getting really dangerous and petty with this uh, in at least modern politics. Uh, I would like to think that we saw this coming after we saw the response to when Trump won in 2016. Uh, but I'm also uh, not that naive. Uh, but yeah, I just, it's, it's, (laughs) I, I don't have much to say other than told you so. I don't know if that's, if that's in good taste, but I don't know. What do you, how are you feeling? I texted you this yesterday and you know, I was hoping to try to gloss over this on the pod, but I guess we'll do it where I was like having a breakdown over the whole thing. I was like, like this hit me in a way that I, I just didn't expect it to because what immediately jumped in my mind um, 
was the flight on 9-11 that the uh, the passengers took over and they, they threw it, you know, they threw it into the ground. And where that plane was headed, one of the, the locations we think it may have been headed was the Capitol building. And so you think about all the people who have who have died to protect that thing. Um, you think about that it's, you know, it's, it was built by slaves. Um, you think about how it's it hasn't been invaded since 1814. Um, and that fact alone is kind of a unbelievable stat of, of strength and security on our part. And then to see people be egged on by a demagogue, um, just complete nutter. whiny, whiny, immature, petulant. Uh, yeah. go on to see them like be motivated by that to do what they did. I mean, I've said this a million times. If if this was if this was people from a different country. The, the rhetoric around this on, on Fox would obviously be different. This was people, if this was non-white people, this would be different. Um, I was going to say, we, we don't even have to go outside of our country. Uh, we saw, we, we saw what the reaction was this summer. Like we, we saw what would happen if it wasn't, you know, since I don't want to say a hundred percent white, uh, white people, let's say 99% just to make sure that we're being, you know, uh, genuine uh, with, with the listeners. Uh, if it's not 99% white and coming from a specific portion of the country, uh, they wouldn't have made it to the steps. I, I, I think I, I think I'm confident in saying that uh, they wouldn't they wouldn't have made it to the steps. They sure as hell wouldn't have made it uh, to the door. They sure as hell wouldn't have made it into the foyer. And they sure as hell would not in under any circumstances have made it to the Senate floor. Like, it's just, yeah. it's, I and, and they were asked to leave. They were asked to leave politely. Kindly. More, more arrests were made. I, and forgive me. Cause I didn't check to make sure that's 100% correct. But the new Eagle stadium, when it was opened that day, there were more arrests than the arrests that were made yesterday. Like I, I, I'm just I, I, I'm sitting here by myself in you know my my outpost here in California, and I just I I was sitting there livid. Which I mean, yeah. you and I had some had some things to say on social media yesterday and all that stuff. But I mean, it just I there are so many things I, I could talk for four, five, six days about this stuff. The thing that struck me just the most was the lack of show of force. Yeah. Because and people are saying, "Oh, they weren't prepared. Oh, they didn't know it was going to happen." Fuck Bullshit. Me. Yeah. Bullshit. They knew it was happening. They knew the speech was happening. They knew that Trump was going to say, "Let's march over to the to the Capitol." They knew at a minimum there was going to be people there. And they knew at a minimum it was going to be a group of people that questioned the validity of the of the proceedings that were going on in the house in the house in the Senate chambers. They knew that. Yeah, likely armed. Yeah, likely armed. And I I just uh, 
the the lack of force that was there compared to the force that we saw in Ferguson, in Kenosha, etc., in in Baltimore. Oh yeah, no, no. I'm I'm just saying at the spot where stuff is happening. Yeah, it's it's not even to compare them is to belittle the amount of force that they brought in the other instances. We had tanks running through the streets. Yep. The, and they were public uh, public protests. Lawful public protests. What they did yesterday, if it's considered to be seditious uh, conspiracy, is punishable by 20 years to life as a federal felony. If it's found to be that now, neither of us are lawyers yet. None of us, neither of us are saying anything legal. None of us, neither of us are saying that this is, I'm merely saying that if it is found to fall under the definition of that, the punishment by American federal law is 20 years to life. And they were asked to go home nicely. They were, the gate was opened for them to walk in i just and i can't imagine any other response to this other than gee this uh, it's because i I feel dumb even saying that this is because of race because it's so boldface apparent it's so obvious it's the one of the best or i shouldn't say best it's one of the most obvious and in your face, examples of white privilege in this country. Those people, people that are saying that white privilege doesn't exist, yeah, okay, whatever. You're probably not going to be persuaded at this point by this, but just look at it. Sorry, I just went, I just went for like six minutes, but it's just, it's, it's baffling to me. It is stupefying. It is, I, I, I don't even know any other words to say how just moronically stupid yesterday was. Trying, I'm trying to like get my feelings and my words together here um, in the proper order. I, really stood out. I, I mean, this was the first time the Confederate flag yeah, touched capital property. I was going to get to that. We had a civil war. Well, that's the, and it didn't the, touch the capital. That's the worst one. But I mean, the live metaphor of the guy uh, yanking down the American flag and putting in the Trump flag. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Just, like it's it's almost too perfect to be real <laughs> but yes i mean the the confederate flag seeing that image i mean we had we had heard that someone with the confederate flag had gotten through um seeing the image was more emotional for me than i thought it would be it was just horrifying. yeah me too it was horrifying. me too i was like i can't believe that i'm like so horrified by by what i'm looking at you see the guy taking the uh the podium out um you see them breaking windows those windows I don't even want to get into how like expensive those are and how historical they are, and not to mention the fact that they killed people um, inside the grounds. But four people, four people as of as of right now. And there's just a couple things that really stood out though, besides the Confederate flag and the symbolism. Um, number one, I looked up while I was at the gym and I saw people. Oh wait, you 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 go to the gym? Yeah. <laughs> oh okay. Yeah, the cool. rumors are true. Um, cool. I, 
seeing people, you know, taking flag posts and crowbars to the windows, breaking in, and then seeing them throw tear gas. Uh, not the police, by the way. The, pro- the oh God, no, the absolutely not. Um, that stood out to me as something that I'm just never going to forget seeing on TV. Um, the other thing was a few hours later when the police in riot gear finally showed up, several hours too late. Um, there were people who were dancing behind them of the yeah. lot of the perimeter they had created on the steps. There were people literally dancing behind them and they weren't doing anything. And then when the curfew hit, I mean, I was watching live on CNN. I was like, holy shit. I mean, there's hundreds of people that are just not going to go home. Um, yeah. I was like, they, I mean, this is going to be a nightmare uh, just logistically to arrest all these people. And I, <laughs> I waited for 45 minutes while just nothing happened. And I'm like, you know, I, I want to be clear about something because this has gotten lost a lot. I am not advocating for overt police brutality. I am not. No. And in fact, if, if that's what you think the point is to everyone saying, oh, where's the force? W- w- why the difference in force? We're not saying the police should be killing everybody. If that's truly what you think, then you have a very, very low opinion of us, which, I mean, hey, not actually surprising. But uh, no, 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 no. See, what we're saying, let, allow me if I may be so bold, allow me to be the person that's telling you exactly what we mean by that. The police shouldn't be killing anybody. Like just flat out. That's what we're saying. The police should be killing anybody regardless of skin. Like uh, the fact that it's, you know, and we've litigated this before the fact that it's systemically against black and brown people in this country. That's that, that, that that's a fact according to statistical, you know, trends and all that. It's a fact. But we're not saying that we should be killing anybody. We're not saying, oh, we should be killing white people just as much. No. It's the opposite. Go ahead. Yeah, and and so my only thing was is that they demonstrated in six months earlier, however many it was, when they were macing people in D.C. and stuff, that they can do this peacefully. They're capable of it. And to see them just ask them nicely to get out of the park once after they had been yelling through bullhorns that the curfew was approaching, I'm like, you know, all the sad imagery that that came out of yesterday, I think for me, the most sad is that the people who are supposed to be protecting, you know, and I've said, we talked about this, but the Capitol building is one of our probably three or four most important buildings. Yeah, And depending on where you rank it, it, it might be first. Certainly in terms of symbolism, it has to be this first. And yeah, Gillette Stadium's up there for me, but I get yeah, what you're saying. Right, right. And the, um, but to see the people who, who are supposed to be protecting it do such a bad job at it. Yeah. Was, it, it felt to me like every disappointment that I've had for four years of the people that are supposed to be uh, upholding our institutions, that, that are supposed to be like doing noble work to, to protect our country that I thought we all agreed was kind of a good thing. They're just not doing it. They're just not there. It's like everything about the government for four years has just been like absent. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's horrifying. It's awful. 
what happened yesterday, like, I'm just, I'm so sick and tired of living through events that I know that I'm going to get asked by my grandchildren about someday. I'm so fucking sick of that. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, I mean, <laughs> uh, and we've, we've talked about this before, speaking to how many events are we going to get to see that should be once in a lifetime things. Uh, I mean, you and I, our first memories are of 9-11. And then, you know, the, and then Katrina, and then the 08 crash, and then the two crashes that happened last year. I mean, there's, uh, and forgive me, because I'm not, not, not eating as much as I should be currently, so my memory's going a little bit. So I, I, there's, there's plenty of others. Maybe you can fill in the gaps. But it's just... Uh, it disappoints me and scares the shit out of me to see what happened today because I always assumed like, okay, if someone were to actually try, I'm sure there's some hidden shit that like that someone just has to hit a button and like the actual like walls come up and the actual barriers come up and like the actual people that are supposed to defend it. They, Oh, there he is. That's why I text. But no, those people are but no was my initial reaction yeah and it's like oh my god we're about to see like the hidden like laser field that's gonna just like incinerate them as they run up the steps no 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 nothing like that and it, and maybe maybe i'm naive and stupid for thinking that you know oh you know it could never happen here it could never happen it just did yeah, and previous to yesterday, I would have said there's no way that could happen. There's absolutely yeah. no way that place has to be so well secured, so well. Especially secured. with what they were doing today, yeah. with what or yesterday. We're recording it on. We're recording right now on uh, on uh, January seventh. It just disappoints me. It, it, what they were doing. What they were doing yesterday at the Capitol was certifying the presidential election. One of, uh, at least in our lifetimes, the second most hotly contested by its validity, by terms of its validity of our lifetimes, the second most contested presidential election we've had. And you don't have the foresight. You don't have the state of mind. You don't have the presence of mind, I guess, to have I, to, to to have a even mildly sufficient amount of amount of security there. I mean, I we, you and I were watching videos. There's like this one poor officer that's trying to hold back a couple hundred people running through the walls, and all he's doing is just running backwards. Because what the hell is he going to do? He's not going to do anything. And God bless and God bless the actual people that were there because I cannot imagine how scared, how frightened they had to be because they they were left out to dry. Well, and there's there's a couple moments that I, I do think there's a couple bright spots that did happen yesterday. The electoral college envelopes that uh, we stayed up to watch. Yeah. Um, some staff members of some congressional members were the ones that remembered to grab them. None of the yeah, those t- the, the yeah those two women that were walking around. It's like you know what? 
got uh, you, none of the congressional members thought to grab that and they did of course not because they were like and and it was smart those people would have absolutely burned those there's yeah there's no question they would have shredded them they would have gotten rid of them they would have cooked them like that moment of foresight and and frankly bravery on their part is one yes few bright moments of what happened yesterday yeah, and of course, the people that stormed the Capitol were too stupid to see them. And if the, if their whole purpose was to stop this from happening, I mean, yeah, don't need to go much further than that. But I just, and then the symbolism, the, the, the one that really, and I mean really drove it home for me, was when they got all the people out of the Capitol, who's left there to clean it up? Who's left there to sweep, to mop, to literally mop the blood off of the floor? It was largely, and again, I'm not going to say 100% because I'm sure that's not the case. But the vast, 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 vast majority of the people that were working there as custodial staff were, shall we say, not white. It's just, it's, it's a perfect, I don't even want to say a microcosm, just a perfect example of all the issues that we have as a country right now. We have one part of the country that is living in, with one set of facts. We have another country that's living in another set of facts. Uh, racism isn't gone. Uh, you know, in case, in, in case people were wondering, racism is not gone and it, it doesn't seem to be getting better. Um, you know, it just, it's sad. And, and, and I didn't think that I would be this sad at the end uh, with Donald Trump, with Donald Trump's presidency ending in, let's see, 13 days, uh, January 20th on at 12 1 PM, but who's counting? Uh, I never thought I'd be this sad and I never thought that I would be this scared at the prospect of, I, I imagine if they were actual, like uh, imagine if they were actually trained and they were one of, and they were one of our enemies. Yep. I mean, my God, we just showed how to storm the U S Capitol for dummies. We just, we, we just published the book right there and it's not that hard. Just run. I was like, if foreign operatives, foreign hostile yeah. operatives were involved in this, which they weren't, clearly, because these people, the way they went about it was as idiotic as they are. A but, about as unorganized as you could possibly do it. But if foreign hostiles were involved in that, the damage they could have done, like anybody who's remotely trained or has an ounce of common fucking sense would have been yeah. able to do a ton of damage. They the they found the, they they announced that they found at least one IED. Like yeah. I, like I, yeah, yeah, and that that's the one that they announced. I I would I wouldn't be shocked if they're not saying if there were more, but I mean who knows? But what we know is that one IED was found. What what if that goes off? Like, what are we doing now? Because then Congress does not go back and recertify the election. That's for damn sure. No. 
and we're in limbo. And as Yeah, and I mean, okay, so as of, as of so we're recording this, it's 5:09 p.m. January 7th, well 5:09 Pacific time. Uh I just got an alert from the Wall Street Journal as of 19 minutes ago that says after a day out of public view, Trump acknowledged the new administration will take office January 20th and said the focus is now on the transition of power. Had I had any number of things not happened yesterday that did. Had those two brave heroes, those two women that grabbed the certification papers, had that not happened? Had they not found the IED, had any number of other things not happened, that that would not be happening right now. I promise you, that would not be happening right now. I mean, hell, Trump even got, so he's, I, I think his Twitter got reopened. He's, uh, he's suspended from Facebook indefinitely, which shocked me. Absolutely shocking. But I mean, the, if that were a bet, even after what happened yesterday, I would have been like, no. Well, I don't care what the odds are. They're not doing that. Yeah. I would have bet that he would have been suspended from Snapchat before he got before he got suspended from Facebook. And I doubt he has a Snapchat. It's just I. But now it actually seems like maybe something's going forward. Uh, I don't know. But what happened yesterday is one of the darkest day, and I. I don't want to be the person that every single time something happens, it's the worst day in American history. But when we're citing, okay, a Confederate flag never touched Capitol ground, even throughout the civil war that had never happened until yesterday. The Capitol hadn't been breached since the war of 1812, 1812, over 200 years. Yeah, it was in 1814. When it happened, the war of 1812, 200, over 200 years ago. That's the only other time it's happened. And this is the only president that we've ever had that has had the just gall and narcissism, selfishness, pettiness, childlike decision-making, on and on. He is the only one that has brought us to the point where an entire group of American citizens would go to the Capitol building, throw down the American flag, like you said, and put the Trump flag up. So it was clear that it was never about the flag. That yesterday made that abundantly clear. It is not about the flag. It's not about the kneeling. It's who is kneeling. And it kills me that it's taking stuff like this to get some people to understand this. Yeah. But it's not it's not the act of kneeling. Because, you know, growing up Catholic, you kneel when the body of Christ is brought out. You kneel to show respect. Kneeling is not a sign of disrespect in no. any walk of life. No, it's not. It was never about that. Never. It was about who was doing it, what he looked like, and what he was protesting against. Right. And, you know, in a second, I I would like to switch to talk about the elections that we won because 
you know, if, if we spend at least a moment to celebrate that, we're going to go absolutely insane. I'm already there. I'm I am already there. I am to the point now where I just I I cannot understand. I cannot comprehend what happened yesterday. It's just it's this is the the amount of petulant children that were led by the president of the United States, our 45th president of the United States, held a rally and said, we're going to go over there. We're going to cheer our brave senators and congresspeople on. Well, not some of them. Ha, ha, ha. And then Rudy Giuliani, trial by combat. Uh, Donald Trump Jr. No, what? It's the quote by Trump where he's like, you can't show weakness. You have to show strength. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you're you're not going to win this country by showing weakness. You only take it back by... For your country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The word fight. And then Don, what did what did Donnie Jr. say? I forget what he said. He has one of the most annoying voices I've ever heard. Yeah. If we can get him and uh, ah, actually no, I'm not going to say that. Go ahead. Yeah. So the thing that I was going to say, this has been alluded to a little bit, but if you know anything about history, you know that there have been moments in our history where presidents could have done what he is doing right now, and they chose not to. And they're all men. Okay, so I'm going to use a gendered term, but it's actually appropriate here. It's, it's because, for the most part, for the most part, we have had gentlemen in that office. Yeah. Okay? Upstanding people who actually at least pretended to give half a shit about our institutions. And we have had horrific presidents in the past horrific. we had we, we've had slave owners <laughs> had some awful truly awful people make it to that office andrew jackson we have had one-term presidents who were very powerful very popular with the people who voted for them who refused to do what he is doing now because they knew the damage that it would do overall and you see George Bush come out yesterday and talk about that. And you see, w. You see Romney come out and basically say the same thing. That's like, this is bigger than you. I don't know how you can't see that. It's not, it's, it's not a party thing. It's about all of us. And what you're doing right now is hurting everybody. It's not benefiting anything to do what you're doing. Like, like Romney said, the, the way to show respect for these voters' concerns is to tell them the fucking truth yeah like yeah it's 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 not that hard it's not that hard to do what they did yesterday (laughs) it generally takes about an hour yeah that's that's my problem is that and then the number one thing that actually made yesterday i think around two times worse was after all that had happened a hundred and Forty fucking people, still yeah. voted, still objected. Yeah, and Josh Hawley's pathetic, <laughs> sniveling, creepy little ass. Yeah, well, no, 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 hold on, not just him. Okay, so, so as the uh, as our friends for now, but probably not in a couple months, uh, the Lincoln Project put out the seditious six. Just in case y'all y- y'all want the list, it's Ted Cruz. Josh Hawley, 
uh, Senator Hyde Smith, Senator Marshall, Senator John Kennedy, and uh, the funniest, uh, honestly, the funniest name on this list, a former fit, uh, fired Auburn uh, uh, Auburn University football head coach, Tommy Tuberville. Those are those are the six people that voted to uphold an objection after the siege of the Capitol and objections that they knew. Representatives. Yeah, yeah, which are too many to name, but at least those six, if we can remember, if we can remember those six, oh my God. Like Ted Cruz is just, hmm. there's, there's a lot, there, there, there is a lot that he, there's a lot of things that you can say about the, the dude, cause I don't want to call him a man. Uh, but you know, you you and I you, you and I are still trying. You and I still are in the in in the part of getting a job. So I love that you're like holding back, and I've called him a worthless human being, a worthless shit. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Creep! <laughs> I've gone all in, and you're trying to hold back. No, <laughs> that guy. If how about this, Tim? If you if if you can be my anger, is that yeah. Those two know better. We know they know better. Eh. We know that they're not that stupid. And eh. uh, stupid, okay. Okay, okay. They are actively whipping people up into a frenzy for their own. Yeah. So, Tim, can you just, so that I don't have to, can you say he defend, he wants to defend the votes more than somebody else? <laughs> yeah. Can you, can you say it? Because I don't. Trump more staunchly than he defended his wife or his father. Uh, Thank you. By that um, Thank you. Which is kind of amazing and pathetic, and you know, kind I, of. We, we well, kind I, of. I don't want to get into the whole like you know manhood discussion, but if you're that guy, <laughs> you're you're not you're. It's not. If there it's was not ever good. a time if there was ever it's a bad time look. Like you're not a man. Like that's kind of it <laughs> like it's how, how about this how about this it's in the if we're doing a pros and cons list for whether he is or not it's in the con list it really is i mean the bare minimum when a guy calls your wife ugly you don't then go campaign for that guy like just bare minimum you don't do that hey uh speaking of which did you see uh speaking of people that campaigned for him after they took after trump took his man and did you see marco rubio tweeted yesterday your boy marco rubio might i add general marco rubio <laughs> yeah no i i haven't i haven't seen what what that wonderful he tweeted that you guys need to stay peaceful and you need to leave the capital so that we can continue to do our jobs. That was the substance of it. So, like, hey, man, good, good for you. You're finding your backbone. We're, we're Marco Rubio. We're proud of you. No, just a, we're a, we're sending you a thank you from the Tim and Tony podcast. Thank you so much for your patriotism yesterday. You, Here's my question. Mm. Here's my question, and we'll, I promise we'll go to a happier topic after. My question is... Yeah, because we get to gloat here in a little bit. We know that Trump's going to run in four years, or at least we're pretty certain. 
how these dipshits who are supporting him right now, who clearly have presidential aspirations, how the fuck in three years from now do you go <laughs> after the guy that you disgraced your own... Wait, whoa! Wait, just look at Ted Cruz. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They already disgraced everything. Donald Trump disgraced everything about Ted Cruz, and Ted Cruz is still driving the bus. How do you attack him after that? You have to run for president against this guy. I, how are you going to land him? If you're Josh Hawley, how are you going to land him? Because, because the, those voters didn't see any of that. When, when you're actually primarying, the people that are voting in that primary didn't see any of that. I'm not, but I'm talking, okay. Even if even if Trump isn't there, I don't know how they would. Think. I don't. I just don't get this as a strategy. Is is my point? Is like it's like no, it's because they're running for president and they want to get the MAGA base. I'm like, yeah. But if Trump or any any of his worthless children decide to run, they're fucked. So what is the point to this? They're gonna try. I would imagine they're gonna try and muscle the Trumps out. Seventy four. Million people, Tim. 74. Don't say the MAGA base as though it's this like little tiny little extreme. Like all of them were at the Capitol yesterday. 74 million people. That's, I, I believe, that's more than anybody else has ever been cast a vote for in a presidential election other than Joe Biden. It's the second most votes of any person who's ever run for political office in this country's history. That's what I'm trying to say, though, is that they think that they're going to get those people by sucking up to him. And I'm telling you, they're wrong. Like, <sighs> I hope you are, man. I really do. You have shown a loyalty to one person and one person only, and they will support him, his children, or whoever he chooses to endorse, and it's not going to be those two morons. Okay, like, I'm just... You don't think so? You don't think it'll be Ted Cruz? No. Because we know it's not going to be Mike Pence. We've got to... It'll be some MAGAite douchebag. Crenshaw, Haley, someone someone of that ilk. It's going to be true. It's not... Yeah, we're not getting anybody as moderate as Ted Cruz. Trust me. (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's that's not happening. So, you know that that that's actually a prescient point. That 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 actually is because if it was just Ted Cruz, yeah, I would probably end up cutting my ears off uh, from having to listen to him speak. But he is at least cons- relatively, if we're grading on a curve, if we're tra- if we're grading on the MAGA curve, he's a moderate. Yes, yeah. and if we're grading on a curve, Mitt Romney is Mitt, <laughs> Mitt Romney is uh, about as liberal as you and I are. Um, but you know, it's, oh my God, the closet social justice warrior. I mean, I mean, he's not even, I mean, God love him. He's not even closet anymore. He posted on his social media at the BLM, uh, protests. Yeah. I mean, I mean I'm just wondering, and I made the joke to you last night. I'm, I'm wondering where he's going to go next to run for public office. Cause Utah did not like that. Utah did not like that. Because he's he he left Massachusetts. I think he can be primaried as soon as twenty twenty four. I want to say, 
Oh, okay. Okay, well, you know what? He, he might have some time to ingratiate himself to the people of Utah. We'll see. We'll see. Because, you know, they're dealing they're they're dealing with their other with their, you know, two or three wives. They they've got a lot of shit going on over there. So they might actually forget about this by the time the 2024 rolls around. Not to mention that 20% of them voted for the slavery exception. Look that one up. Oh. Oh my god. Yeah, look that one up. We're not even going to do Oh, that. yeah, we're not going to get into that. But just type type in slavery, Utah Constitution. It's going to be fun for you. Um, so, Tim. Uh, and, you know, we're going to get in. Guys, don't worry. Uh, you know, we missed a lot of stuff going on. We were really busy. Uh, LeBron James has four rings now. Uh, my team is now not a playoff team for the first time for as long as I can remember. Uh, still Cliff Kingsbury still sucks. Uh, like a, a lot of stuff happened. Chris Paul, the Suns, they're doing well. So we're, we're going to catch y'all up on that. But, uh, oh, and he might, and he might be sleeping. That we don't need to get into that. Uh, he doesn't want to leave Wyoming. Like there's, there's a lot of stuff going on. A new episode, an, an entire season of the bachelorette happened. And now a new season of The Bachelor began. We're going to get into all of it. But uh, let's see. I, I'm going to see if I can do some ce- celebratory sound. Yeah, there we go. Uh, we're, we're moving on up in season two here. Oh, yeah. We, we've, got, we've got sounds here, Tim. If we make a bad joke, like we, we've, get, we've got some stuff on here. But uh, Tim. Who, who, uh, come January 20th, who's going to control the executive? Follow me. Who's going to control the executive? Who's going to control the house? Democrats, narrowly. And uh, there's no drum roll here. There's a rim shot. We'll, we'll try and get you guys a drum roll. Um, imagine it's happening. Who is about to control the Senate? Oh my God! I cannot believe! I cannot believe, listeners of the Tim and Tony podcast, that we actually were able to turn Georgia. Yeah, and I want I, to take people behind. Wow! The I want to take them just behind the curtain, just really quick, and tell them yeah. how we handled the three days. <laughs> because I have three days. It's like seven. I have this app on my phone that tells me like how much I sleep and how well I sleep. it's whatever. Oh my god! I looked at that thing. I looked at that today. <laughs> I looked at that week, and it said I slept a total of fifteen hours over the course of five days. Oh my god! And and I think I got less than you. I really do. Got less than me. That is just a sneak <laughs> into how sick we are. How yeah, we are in the mind that I was sitting. Up I mean, three in the morning, waiting for hundreds of votes to be dropped from. God oh no, no, no! Not hundreds of votes, dumps, big loads to be dropped on us, as they were saying. And for those of you that were watching the coverage, the way that they were describing the batches of votes that were coming in, yeah, we're expecting a big load here at about two a.m. And you know, you know. Don Levin, I am too. 
if if we're being honest, I real I, I am too because I'm stress eating, uh, you know, breakfast burritos on my couch. I am very much expecting a rather large load to come in at about two a.m. Well, the second day we knew that was bullshit and we didn't care. We were still. <laughs> we no, I just I I sat there. I sat there. Most of you watched that Trump speech on the first night, like in hindsight. I watched every second of it fucking live. At two every hours. moment. And it was awful. It was horrifying. I, look, lady, ladies and gentlemen, it was awful. It was terrible. I don't want to do it again, but here's the problem. Come 2024, especially if the mandarin guy or uh, uh the no not mandarin what am i trying to say uh tangerine sorry sorry if the tangerine fella is is out there if the cheeto if the angry cheeto yeah. is involved i will be there just as much if not more because i'm hopefully going to be in a career and i'll be able to like invest in enough caffeine and enough food to keep me awake at that point and the funniest part I, is, is like this is not a non-busy time for us. Like this is final season in law school, which if you don't oh my god, know, yeah, I I decided like yeah, we just took those three days. And like, ladies and gentlemen, you know how you you yeah you know how busy we are because we weren't recording. Yeah, we weren't, and that even then I did nothing else. I did nothing else. And in hindsight, we probably should have been recording. Yeah. The what was that? Never, the TV never went off. I mean, here's the thing. Our, our no. text messages probably should be in the Smithsonian. I mean, it's <laughs> the, moment, the moment where I texted you, man, Trump just went to minus 1,500. Oh, my We're God. Fucked. We are fucked. <laughs> and <laughs> like, we believed it. We believed yeah. it for a solid yeah. like half hour. Mm. Like, calm down a little bit. It's gonna be. Fun. I didn't. I didn't. Because what 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 was I saying the entire time? I don't care. I I. Twenty sixteen has broken me of any person who says they think they know what's going to happen, of any projections, of anything, until one of the news networks, uh, news desks is willing to say this is going to happen, that is the only time that I'm going to be like, oh, okay. Even when, uh, what's the guy's name, David Wasserman, was tweeting out yesterday, that, or two days ago, or whatever, whenever it was, this yeah. is all a blur, we're in, we're in a simulation, who knows, who cares. Um, when he started tweeting out, I've seen enough, this race is yeah. called, this race is called, I'm like, bullshit, I muted his ass. Because I didn't want to see an, I, I didn't want to see another thing from him because those aren't the vibes I need. That's the level <laughs> that, that we're on. Oh now. no, I'm sick. I'm sick. I'm I'm hurt. I, I I've been damaged in more ways than one, as the viewers know. But specifically in the political sense, I am damaged to the point where the only time. That I'm gonna will I'm going to willfully turn the television off is after John King, after whispering suburban revolt in Maricopa County, after he tells me that. And after he tells me that Donald Trump actually lost and those who follow him lost, at that point I will turn it off. But no time before. 
no time, not a second before. I, I can't. It's hard to like understate actually how relieved I felt when it finally came through on Saturday morning. Saturday morning around nine o'clock Arizona time, I want to say, when it was finally over. I mean, it felt like I had just been running on a treadmill for four days straight. Oh, I and you I was allowed to stop. Like I've never done so much calculation, so much thinking. Yeah. So yeah. many hours. I have never cared as much about Utah, about Maine, about about Kansas's split congressional districts. I have never cared more in my life than the voters of Pima County. I mean, it was so bad that we were in that group of people like when Nevada was being super slow. I was like actually oh, angry. I was angry. I was like, what the hell is taking you so long? Like, what is going on? And then the chance and, and, and then the chance count the vote and stop the votes that are happening at the exact same time. Oh my god. So we won the presidential. We did. For a moment, I just want to beat an incumbent president. It has not happened since 1992. It is very hard. An absolute going against somebody who has that kind of bully pulpit, who has the ability to campaign essentially for four years when you only have the opportunity to campaign for about three months. Logistically, it is very, very difficult to do what we did in terms of the presidential election. And it speaks to a couple It speaks to we did a good job organizing, and it speaks to what a jackass Donald Trump is. <laughs> because there's, there's no way that we win this thing without a historically unpopular president. Uh, so thanks for that, I guess, for being just an absolute train wreck that you are. Um, yeah. And I will say, the the night time where they where uh, Kamala and and Joe gave the speeches was about as relaxed as I felt all year. <laughs> is it is it serotonin that's like the positive? Uh, yeah, uh, I never thought that me seeing of all people because folks and Tim, you guys know how just apathetic. I feel towards Joe Biden, just as, as a person, as a politician, uh, I have never felt more of a serotonin rush, uh, all over my body than when I saw him begin to speak, because I knew that he wasn't going to say something. I, I, I knew that he wasn't going to ask a foreign power to look into his, uh, political rivals email. Uh, I knew he wasn't gonna not speak out against terrorist groups. I knew he wasn't going to just boldface lie that he'd never met a hateful people like David Duke, even though there's pictures out there that he has. Uh, I, I, I just knew that he was going to say something that the speechwriter wrote Yep. It's not it's not going to it's not going to change the stock market. It's not going to make me it's not going to drive me to drink. It's not going to depress me. It's not go it's not going to do anything. I and it was so so nice. It really was. 
just I, I and I don't know how you felt, but I just I watched it and I I turned my brain off because it's just like, oh, OK, I, it's like my brain was getting a massage. It was perfect. The first time in a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The entirety of this pandemic, I have not felt that. Yeah. Like, not for even a second did I ever think that things were ever going to be okay again. And in that yeah. moment, I kind of did. And yeah. one of the things, you know, we're sad that we haven't been able to talk to you guys for a long time. But one of the benefits of not being on the podcast for the last year is that we're going to get to give our horrible takes about Georgia. Um <laughs> No, I'll, I'll admit it then. If you don't want to go there, <laughs> there is no chance. Oh, I thought we were screwed. Yeah, no, we both thought we were screwed. That is not happening. We are not winning those races. There's just no way. You know what? Yeah. I love you to death. There's just no way. It's not going to happen. And uh, by some miracle of God, it did. I mean, no, 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 not by some miracle of God, by the, by the, purely the efforts of Stacey Abrams. Like, I, it, that cannot be overstated. Stacey Abrams decided to not rerun and instead work on actually building a coalition and a grassroots movement in the state of Georgia. And the next election cycle. By the next election cycle, within two years, she flipped Georgia Blue in the presidency and in both of the Senate seats, thus changing the entire political landscape of at least the next two years, hopefully more. And I just, it, it's, if, if we had any merch made up and if we could figure out how to send it to her, if we, I, oh my god! If we, anything, any way that I could possibly tell Stacey Abrams thank you, it's not enough, and it never will be enough. Yeah, uh, because she just saved us. She did. Uh, she very well may have saved the country um, with what she did, and we we owe literally our entire uh, political campaign to her. And I I really hope that she gets a cabinet position if she wants one. If she doesn't, like, obviously, not forcing her, but I think she should at least be offered a prominent cabinet position. Um, Something, for the love of God, because, yeah. And, uh, you know, I guess we can end on this. I'm, I'm scrolling through my... Well, no, 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 we, we, we went this whole time without saying, John Ossoff, thank you. Reverend Raphael Warnock. Thank you. And, you know, in fact, in fact, since there's been some discussion about titles, you know what? Senator-elect John Ossoff, or Ossoff, I'm very sorry if I'm getting your name wrong. Which one is it? Ossoff. Sorry. Senator John Ossoff and Senator Reverend Raphael Warnock. Thank you very much. Thank you. They did. And John Ossoff is exactly, exactly, and I know I've texted this to you multiple times, but he is exactly who we thought Beto O'Rourke was going to be. So I'm glad we at least got someone like that. Yeah. But he's here. A lot of the things they did were so 
been screaming for Denver Cats to do for a while. They have a really yeah. big push game plan. I'm just going to go terrible at. Um, they ran together, um, which we haven't really seen a lot of Senators do nationally. I don't understand why. Um, yeah. They, they ran as a team um, against, and they, they made Gaston Carew look like a single entity, um, which they yeah. essentially are. Um, but it made them it made them much easier to defeat when they were aligned and you know not throwing shots across the bro. Um, yeah, that I just their strategy and the way that they executed on it, I'm I'm baffled by how well they did it. And like it very, they very easily could have taken the road like, look, we gave it our best effort. We lost by a couple percentage points on the night that Biden won by a couple thousand votes. Yeah. Happening. Like runoff elections have traditionally very low turnout. This is this is just isn't happening. You know, we tried our best. Um, or, yep. Or what could have happened is the the people who donate to these types of things, um, who I very rarely, if ever, give credit to the donating task. But well, don't worry. I'm about to count. I'm about to counterweight it in a second. Don't worry. Those people could have dried up and not given any money to this thing, but instead they had record numbers of money come in for a runoff election. Um, so this thing could have gone poorly at a yes. different point. And, and probably should have, in fact. Because the fact that we that we hung our hopes on an entire state, both in the executive and in the two center races, the fact that we pinned our hopes on one single person probably should have meant our demise. But go ahead. It should have gone wrong because our data is wrong in Every single state except for Wisconsin. Yeah. Every single state we were just wrong, including the ones that we – including some states that we just have to have. Yeah. I mean, we – I don't know what it's going to take to pull Pennsylvania and Michigan and Florida correctly, but what the fuck? I don't know. I, yeah. I think my opinion on Florida, the long and short of it is, is that we just need to break up with that state. Like it, <laughs> Yeah. People. Yeah. It was, it was a good ride, but I just can't. <laughs> um, and then maybe we can, if if we're married to the fifty states uh, thing, then maybe we can just bring DC in to take their place. I don't know. Maybe Puerto Rico. I don't know. Who knows? Um, this is a lot of fun, Tony. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on. We we have a changing of the guard for the Tim and Tony podcast's least favorite sports owner, Tim. We do. Currently. Kelly Leffler, you insufferable human being. The owner of the Atlanta Dream. I, I At least I am perfectly comfortable with putting you at the least favorite owner spot. Overseeding Robert Sarbert just for the moment. No, no you're not. Nobody's ever replaced that. Because because a change has to be unanimous, so it's not happening. Sarbert, Kendrick, uh, Dan Snyder, and Dolan, and then there's about five thousand feet of shit on everybody else. You don't even put Kelly Leffler above the fifty feet of shit. Wow. Wow. Well, is it because she is it because she 
lost? Is it because she lost? Okay. All right. So, were you? What were you gonna say? The response has been interesting. The news media on Twitter has done the same thing that they have done a couple hundred times. Wow, what a great new tone by the president. He finally gets – he's finally stepping up. I, ju- I can just hear Van Jones. Today, Donald Trump became the president of the United States. And are- on January 7th, 2021, for his presidency that ends – on January 21st, or 20th, 2021. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> he is who he is. And for those of you that are, for all the people that are resigning right now, 13 days before his term's up, I don't care. I, I, I'm not here for your redemption. Uh, I forget which, yeah, I forget which correspondent was on CNN last night that was saying it. I'm not here. Oh, I, I believe it was S.E. Cup. She was like, I'm not here for your suddenly in the 11th hour finding your backbone. Or your spine. I'm just, I'm not here for it. Um, so, yeah, it's just, it's it's tired. It's just dumb. It's, uh, who cares? Uh, I, I do, I it does make me want to, it does, I, I do enjoy the thought of Trump sitting there and just being pissed off because people keep leaving. But outside of that, nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would be funny. <laughs> All right. So, got anything else for us, Tim? Absolutely nothing. Okay. Well, where can they find you? Well, what, what what's your OnlyFans handle? can't give that out on this i that's a different oh okay okay see but but see we need you talking about the pod on OnlyFans, and we need you we and you need me to talk about your only fans on the pod we could build both uh build both audiences exactly thank you thank you <laughs> So they can find me at uh, T Felix three four one two. Can I just do a little teaser for possibly the next episode that we do? Well, no, 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 no. It's it's really short. Uh, it is LeBron James possibly, possibly, overseeding Michael Jordan as the goat. Find out. During our next episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, yeah, follow us. 
Uh, when Tim comes back on the social, you can listen to him, uh, and we'll be doing a little bit more regularly because uh, he and I are both in the spots that we're going to be for the foreseeable future, and we're a little bit less busy and you know a little less hectic. So thank you guys for listening. We are back, um, and yeah, uh, remember send in your reviews, and I promised I'd read on the air. Uh, my one buddy, uh, Chris, again, shout out. He uh, he was very much waiting for this pod to come out. So, Chris, thank you so much for listening. I'll talk. We'll talk to you guys later. Jdef, play us out. Rather have no part than anything Rather have no part